glutathione is produced by humans in abundance as a basic function glutathione is a protein it's a three amino acid protein and our body produces it in massive amounts uh, when we are younger of course and as we get older our production goes down because it's a two to three step process to produce glutathione Hi, I'm Maria, otherwise known as the Fit Foodie. I'm a chef, holistic nutritionist, author, inventor, and mom. And I want to welcome you to my podcast. It's called Recipes for Your Best Life. And with every episode, I'm peeling back the onion on fitness, nutrition, health, wellness, and family. The truth is, you're the chef of your life. And for every important pillar, there's a great recipe worth sharing. So every week, we'll explore them together. Think of it as food for thought that you can really sink your teeth into. So join me and let's squeeze the joy out of this life cuz you only get one. Can I get a fork, yeah? I think we can all agree life's way too short for boring food, right? It deserves to be filled with fresh, flavorful, mouth-watering dishes that you and your family are excited to share together. And guess what? Now it's so easy to broaden your cooking skills and try out fun recipes. And here's the best part. You don't need a bunch of fancy appliances to do it. With Panasonic's Home Chef 4-in-1 Multi Oven, you can get this heat, fry, bake and broil your way to foodie heaven. Yep, it's a microwave, broiler, air fryer and convection oven all wrapped up into one appliance so smart. So whether you're trying out a new food trend or your grandma's kind of complicated recipe or maybe a fusion dish you've been dying to try or maybe one of my dishes from my book, this multi oven makes your cooking experience a really enjoyable one. So start thinking of all those recipes and dishes you've been dying to try out. Now's the time because this multi oven makes even the most complicated recipes super simple. I love super simple. It's the four-in-one that inspires your inner chef to try daring new dishes with confidence. So to receive special offers, head over to panasoniccitchen.com and become a Panasonic Kitchen Insider. What if you could unlock the fountain of youth and enhance your own body's immunity naturally. Best news ever, right? Well, I've said it before and I'll say it again. Your body is a pretty remarkable machine. And within it, it has the ability to ward off disease and heal itself. But you need to put the right stuff in there. My guest in this episode is Dr. Nayan Patel. And in this episode, we're going to talk about the master antioxidant, maybe the most important antioxidant that you've never heard of. It's called glutathione, and it has some amazing abilities. Just to name a few, it can help to flush out toxins, it can help to fight DNA damaging free radicals, it can help to enhance your immunity drastically and so much more. And we're going to talk about that in detail. Dr. Patel is an internationally recognized expert, consultant, and lecturer on glutathione. And I had the privilege of hosting him with Ali Landry 
on the Fit Expo Live session, which you may want to watch if you haven't already, a couple weeks ago. But I have to say my mind was blown after this interview, and I think yours will too. It's definitely one you don't want to miss, only if you want to feel the best ever. So let's listen in. Nayan, it's so good to have you on. Thank you, Maria. I appreciate your time today. Yeah, I've been really, really interested to learn more about your work and your products and obviously your book. But before we get started, I would love to learn a little bit more about your background as a pharmacist and just kind of how you ventured onto this path. Absolutely. Um, again, it's as, as an old Indian tradition is that you have to be educated to do accomplish something in your life. And of course, it was, I was given some few choices. And of course, one of the choices that, that enticed me to, to further my education was in the field of pharmacy. And uh, as a pharmacist, I was very much intrigued in discovering and working with medications that actually provide solutions rather than trying to find medications for the problems we have in the world and try to mix and match. Amen. So I, I was more towards, hey, if nothing's available, what is that I can do to help my patients achieve a better outcomes with the medication? That was my whole goal. Yeah. And it, I love that you said that you were trying to go a more natural route or like a non-drug route. And as a pharmacist, I mean, I, my mom, uh, rest her soul, she passed away last year, but she was a pharmacist her whole life. And I think it is maybe sometimes counterintuitive to think that a pharmacist would want to go the non-drug route. Do you think that is because of your Indian heritage? Um, I'm not sure if it's the Indian heritage, more to speak, but I may want to believe it's it's all my upbringing mm. and, and trying to find solutions that are, that doesn't have to fit the mold. Um, if the mold works for everyone, then we'll have a mold for everybody. Mm-hmm. But uh, humans are every size, shape, color, everybody's so different. And yet we have few medications to treat all the humanly problems. Um, and so I'm not sure where it came from, but I was always intrigued and I was always wanted to see uh, myself as a solution-oriented person, as a solution finder, rather than trying to find what's available in the marketplace and just come close enough for uh, for your problems. Yeah, I mean, I think you're really, you're trying to make our lives better, which is a beautiful thing, (laughs) Um, and going the more holistic route. Your journey is pretty interesting. Can you share a little bit just about your upbringing? Absolutely. Uh, So, I mean, it's, uh, I was born and raised in Zambia, Africa. And of course, the, the education in that country was not up to par according to my parents. So at a very young age, I was basically moved to India in a boarding school uh, at a very young age. And it just made me, uh, made me mad at that time. I was still resentful. I said, hey, I'm too young to be on my own. Uh, but uh, in the hindsight, it made me stronger. It made me more versatile. Um, and I look back myself and, and, and tell, tell my, myself that, hey, because of that upbringing, 
I am more focused on solutions today than ever before because at a very young age, I was never, nothing was headed to me. I had to figure out everything on my own. And so um, it just, that, that initial few years, the first uh, 10, 15 years of your life where you had to struggle to, to find solutions, your mind is, is wired towards finding solutions for everything now. And so uh, the journey did not stop in India. After I graduated from high school in India, my parents thought that I'll have better education in the United States. So, of course, the ship in the United States, and I'm still on my own. Uh, so it's even after that as well. So uh, I had to come to a, to a brand new country and learn the ropes here as well. And so I think it has helped me become a person today that. Uh, that, that I'm not afraid anymore yeah. about difficulties that come. Yeah, I think, I think there's something to be said about that. Your resilience and looking for solutions comes from not always being given everything on a silver platter, right? Absolutely. So let's talk a little bit about glutathione because, you know, in the world of nutrition and people in the know, um, you know, th this is something that is pretty, you know, understood, but I think for the majority of people, there's not a lot of knowledge about it. So maybe you can kind of just start us with some fundamentals about glutathione, then we'll talk about um, your product. Absolutely. So number one thing is people may not know about glutathione, but every knows about vitamin C. Um, and I'm shocked that people know more about vitamin C than glutathione is because our body does not produce vitamin C. Uh, vitamin C is considered an antioxidant for, for us, and we take uh, supplements to, to, uh, to some sort of replacing our body's needs for antioxidant effect. But glutathione is produced by humans in abundance. It's a, in a, as a basic function, glutathione is a protein. It's a three amino acid protein. Um, and our body produces it in, in, in massive amounts uh, when we are younger, of course. And as we get older, our production goes down because it's a, it's a two to three step process to produce glutathione. But in a nutshell, it's a protein, but the function of glutathione, it can function as an antioxidant, it can function as a detoxifier, it helps, reduces the toxic load in our body, uh, and, and so on and so forth. So, uh, so, I, so just, to, just to kind of bring that to life a little bit, um, you know, let's kind of break that up, because I think people are very familiar with vitamin C, because they innately know that that is present in food and they know that that's tied to immunity. But glutathione really is sort of, um, I guess you could call it the mastermind antioxidant because it's feeding your body with the essential amino acids that you need to support immunity too. Um, and your body produces it, but is there, is there a reason why we would need to supplement with it then? Oh, absolutely. And so, so, so here's the thing. Our, our need for glutathione is dependent on our exposure to toxins. 
of exposure to the different types of foods we eat that our body has to clean up or have to have to get rid of it. Uh, we breathe air that sometimes are not clean air. We drink water sometimes is not the purest form of water, or we drink alcohol or other form of beverages that may not be suitable for, for us, for our body. Uh, and so a need of glutathione is always going to be there regardless. The issue is that uh, can our body produce enough glutathione to support our habits? And that's where the, the disconnect is, because our habits are, are such that we need more glutathione than a body can produce, and hence the need is going to be there. Now, I say vitamin C, vitamin C, uh, and I, when we talk about glutathione as, as being a man, master antioxidant and not vitamin C, is the reason is because vitamin C at, at its core is a pro-oxidant. But when you give low-dose vitamin C, the low-dose vitamin C regenerates your glutathione levels to make it more productive. And hence, at a low dose, vitamin C is considered an, 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 an antioxidant. But in reality is that vitamin C is actually a pro-oxidant which you, if you take enough vitamin C, you can feel the effects of being a pro-oxidant. So that's the difference between vitamin C and glutathione is, but the need of glutathione is unfortunately not decreasing as we age, it is not decreasing because our habits are, are ingrained in, in what we do. Um, and so no matter what anybody is, is doing, the need of glutathione is always gonna be there for us. So it's not, it's not as though um, we can maybe eat better or enhance, you know, kind of our everyday practices and then decide that we don't need it. It's really because we're subject to so many toxins in the environment, in our regular habits, et cetera. Is that right? Yes, Maria. And you know what? I want to make sure we understand all of this. We, have, we are very blessed, both of us, to live in California, a great state where we can find fresh fruits and vegetables. We can find organic fruits and vegetables. We, we, we are blessed that we, we live where we can breathe clean air. We have a- access to clean water. So if we are in, in this environment, our need of glutathione is going to be much, much less than somebody, let's say, staying in a, in, a, in a part of this world where they don't have access to clean water or clean food or clean air. Uh, and so the needs are going to be dependent on who you are. Uh, our needs on this side of the world where we have access to all these beautiful things, uh, our needs are less. And if we eat the right types of food, yes, we can produce enough glutathione to meet our needs. Uh, but then, even in California, guess what? We have access to alcohol. We have access to other, uh, other, uh, other food sources that, that our body has to detoxify on a daily basis. We eat fish, which has high levels of mercury in there, and so on and so forth. So regardless on where we live, we still have our vices that we can get out of it. And hence, our need is, is more than our body can produce. But, but, but you are right. If you, if you have, if you follow, if we, if we can all follow your instruction on how to eat properly, Maria, I think we, we will have enough glutathione in our body for us.
Have you ever wondered, is rinsing my produce with the water that comes out of the sink that I don't even drink enough to really clean it? Well, then you're one of the smartest people I know because you're absolutely right. It's not enough. That's why we created the only all-natural and patented line of food wash and wipes, and it's called Eat Cleaner. It's tasteless, odorless, and lab-tested, and it removes up to 99.9% of the residue that water can't, including pesticides, wax, soil, and junk that can carry bacteria that can really make you sick. Plus, we formulated it to help extend the shelf life of your fresh produce too, and that'll save you money. When your berries are lasting up to 10, 12 days, you know that's a good thing. It helps your produce last up to five times longer using a natural blend of fruit acids and antioxidants. So there's no chemicals, it's just clean eating fun. And this can help save your family an average of over $500 per year. Make it easy on yourself, reduce waste, and get that fruit and veggies into your body where it's gonna do you a lot of good and not in the trash. Check us out eatcleaner.com or head to our Amazon store at amazon.com forward slash eatcleaner. <laughs> well, I mean, I think it certainly gets us a good length of the way and there's so many other reasons why you want to eat better. Um, but I think, you know, let's face it, we don't live in a bubble and the, the, what we expose ourselves to, I mean, no matter what we do, we don't want to get to the point of paranoia, but I, I've always been a big fan of supplementation. I mean, you know, even if you're eating produce that, um, you know, you're eating a wide variety of produce, if you're buying it from the store, chances are it's already lost about 60% of its vitamin C content just by the sheer fact that it takes days to get from wherever it's been picked to our store. So a lot of our food is actually fairly depleted, not to mention the condition of the soil, etc. So when we're talking about glutathione, your product in your book, which I want to just give a great shout out to because I'm really enjoying reading it. Um, and I want to talk a little bit more about that. But in your research, you have found that the way you actually take glutathione makes a huge impact too, correct? Yes, it does. Be, keep in mind, glutathione is a protein. Again, uh, proteins are very hard to get inside your body. Because if Why you take, is that? Well, well, the thing is, glutathione, if you take a capsule forms or any other form of glutathione that is taken orally, the body will sense this as a protein. And what it does to the proteins, it will cleave into different amino acids. Just because you ate glutathione uh, uh, in the form of a capsule form and it breaks down in your body, not necessarily is going to produce glutathione again. But the good thing is it has, a, it has a three amino acids that is required to produce a glutathione and the body has to remake again. It's the same way as if I want to build um, a tree house in my backyard, I buy a tree house, come to my front porch, I, I, I dismantle the whole tree house again, take all the parts back in the backyard and rebuild again. Wouldn't it be easier just to take, uh, just buy the parts to begin with and just take them to the backyard and put it in, uh, in the tree house. Or better yet, our product, the way we have designed the product, we get the tree house right into your backyard from the get-go. 
<laughs> so. I love that. I love that <laughs> analogy. Um, and, you know, the, the truth is, too, everybody's gut um, and the condition of their, you know, metabolism and breaking food down can vary. So, um, if you've got a clean working system when you eat food, your ability to absorb certain nutrients may be much better than someone else who has a lot of buildup, a lot of toxicity in their body, correct? Absolutely. And you just hit, you just hit the nail on uh, the hammer on the nail, so to speak. Um, the leaky gut syndrome is what I deal with it on a daily basis with my pharmaceutical side. So on my other, I have, I have two halves of my body. One half, I'm still a pharmacist at trade. So I still fill prescriptions and talk to customers on a daily basis. And I see record number of patients that coming to us with the leaky gut problem where the foods they're eating, they're not digesting. They're taking too much medications that to, to regain the control of your body. And I'm having too many issues to deal with it. And we don't know how the time where to begin. Hmm. So it, it is, it is. And, and that, and, and that in part is due to, you know, antibiotics. Just think about that. It's, destroying the good and the bad bacteria. So when you're talking about a balance of good and bad bacteria in your gut, um, you're kind of wiping the slate clean, so to speak, and you need to be able to um, then kind of recreate a, a microbiome condition that has good and bad bacteria, right? I mean, it's, it's a balance there. We want, we want a variety of different types of bacteria so that we can actually fight infection and prevent these types of scenarios like leaky gut syndrome from happening. That's right. And we, we want to make sure that we all understand that this body that, it was, that has been given to us, we have more bacteria in our body than human cells. We don't, we don't own this body at all. It's mm. belongs to bacteria. If you don't respect them, if you don't respect their, if you don't respect that the need for need for you know a body, we're gonna have a bigger problem. And uh, you just nailed it. The antibiotics, we have more problems with uh, with weight gain and leaky gut issues in wintertime because people prescribe high amounts of antibiotics during wintertime. Yes. Uh, and we have more problems during winter months than summer months when everything is uh, sunshine and everything is, everybody's happy out there. They're eating the right, right, right fruits and vegetables, exercising. All those things pl uh, 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 play a big role in our life. I have to share a story with you on this subject, not to go completely off topic, but last year was a really like, monumental year for me filled with the highest highs and the lowest lows. I lost my mom suddenly to heart failure. Um, I had my book launch. I got engaged. I ended up in the emergency room from, um, from a kidney infection. And then again, from a food related issue. It, it just was a crazy year. But I have to say, when I had that situation happen, I had first a really bad kidney infection, and I didn't even know I had it until I literally was shaking and convulsing from a really high fever that had traveled to my kidney. My doctor was like, 
uh, did you not have any other symptoms? I was like, I guess not, because it was so bad. And then I had to have two treatments of antibiotics. And then not even a month later, I ended up back in the emergency room because I had a really severe reaction to shrimp. And I wonder, had I not been on those two courses of antibiotics prior, would I, I have had that kind of reaction to the food? And you, that's, that's another issue that we're dealing with today is when people have taken this course of antibiotics and ends up, end up, end up having leaky gut issues, leaky gut is nothing more than food getting trapped into the cells inside the gut lining, which your body then develops allergic reaction to it. Um, and so it could be any food, you know, it could be apples, bananas, eggs, chicken. Yeah, I mean, I, I ate with a bunch of other people that night and I had shrimp, get this, it was farm raised in uh, very poor conditions. And I do believe I got some level of toxicity from the shrimp, but my reaction to it was so severe, I believe, because I had just taken these rounds of antibiotics and I was just building my system back up. So anyway, not to digress from our topic, but gut health is real, folks. And I talk about it a lot. I mean, we have so much bacteria in our intestines, 30 feet, <laughs> 30 feet that food has to travel in our large intestines. So just think about that. The food that you eat really does dictate how quickly your body is either going to use and absorb those nutrients or not know what to do and hold on to a lot of waste. So very, very important to get your fiber, get your good probiotics, your prebiotics, and keep everything moving quickly. I say food in, waste out as fast as possible. <laughs> yes. But right. the reason I brought that up was your glutathione product, let's talk about it a little bit. It's transdermal. So you're actually spraying it onto your skin versus ingesting it. Is the reason for that because of what we just talked about, that people process and digest foods, especially protein, differently, and maybe it's not absorbing as well? Yes, and the glutathione, again, it doesn't absorb through the mouth at all. Mm -hmm. um, and so I had to figure out, is it possible for me to get the glutathione any other route? And it took us a few years to basically figure out, glutathione is a very reactive substance. So my first goal was, can I stabilize this uh, in, in a liquid condition? Can I, can I at least do that part? So we were able to first uh, stabilize the glutathione in, in a water-based solution for the very first time about 11 years ago. Then our second goal was, okay, well, now this is stable. It smells awful and, you know, it's, it doesn't taste very good. Um, and, of course, I didn't want to go to the mouth anyways. So our next goal was, is it possible for this thing to get through the skin? And skin being a, such a impermeable membrane that protects us from environmental toxins the whole time. Nothing goes through your skin uh, at, at, at any fast pace. Uh, my job was to figure out how can I get through the layers of your skin inside your body. And hence the, the technology that we developed, we were able to reduce the glutathione particle size to what our skin was, will allow it to get into a body. So the patents were approved last year after, after, after providing a tremendous amount of work that we did uh, to the patent officer. 
And uh, once they've released the patent, we were able to talk about it in more detail. But yes, this glutathione is topical. It, it gets into your body undenatured, doesn't get broken down, and is ready for, ready for your body to use immediately. And so let's talk about what that means. I mean, it's amazing that you were able to create this method of, you know, enabling the body to absorb it. But what does it really mean when you are deficient in glutathione? Maybe you can talk a little bit about what, um, what the risks are of actually being deficient in it and what it, what it can do. Uh, I know that you have a couple of case studies that you shared with me, especially with your dad. I'm really curious to hear, what does it look like when you don't have enough in your system? Well, the biggest thing with, uh, with the glutathione is that everybody, every human being on this planet has some level of oxidative stress. And I, I use the word oxidative because people understand what stress is, but people don't understand what, what oxidative stress is. So the first thing is that people are under stress. When you have stress, you produce a lot of free radicals. And that production of free radical is, is called oxidative stress. And what that means is that your body is, is inflamed. Your body is, um, uh, uh, had a lot of reactive species inside. And, and your body has to somehow get rid of it. One thing that we all know about oxidative stress is, is when you go out in sun, you know, you, the sunlight will, will increase uh, the production in, under your skin, a lot of oxygen species. And we know that because your, your skin gets burned and you feel the sunburn. Mm-hmm. So immediately said, oh, my, my skin is burning. What is that burning? That's oxidative stress. Now you can feel that because it, it's outside and you, because it's coming from the sun. How about the same exact issue that's coming from inside? when you are exposed, when you have high exposure to toxins or you're under tremendous amount of stress, mental stress can also cause oxidative stress in your body. So when that happens... But does it feel like anything? I mean, I think for people who are in tune to how their body feels, they'll feel off, you know, and maybe they'll even feel, you know, acid reflux or, um, you know, indigestion, just things that either they feel sluggish, they feel tired, but how do you point is there a way to know that that in particular is what's causing it? You don't, but what happens is that we know in literature that the oxidative stress is linked to so many diseases. Mm. I'm talking about viral infections, bacterial infections, autoimmune diseases. Um, I mean, there's, there's, there's so many issues that are out there that are linked to oxidative stress that we want to make sure that we keep it low at all times. Mm-hmm. Um, and so having proper source of glutathione is going to minimize the risk of getting a whole lot of diseases in the future. So- I, and I, I believe that, you know, I mean, they're called essential amino acids for a reason, you know, and um, and being able to get a wide range of essential amino acids into your body. I mean, it's the core of what I talk about in my book. Uh, without it, we ha- can't regulate our hormones. We have a hard time sleeping. We have no sex drive. We have a hard time maintaining a healthy metabolism. I mean, it's, it's so integral 
to our body's ability to regulate its necessary systems. Uh, and I think, you know, when you look at people who are maybe, you know, excluding certain food groups from their diet, would you say that, just curious, would you say that people who are maybe practicing vegans or vegetarians or maybe, you know, like I said, excluding certain food groups maybe have more of a tendency to be deficient here? So deficiency in, in glutathione? Yeah. So, yeah, so the glutathione comes, in from, comes from meat source as well uh, and also comes from vegetarian sources. Uh, the biggest place to get your cysteine, uh, which is one of the essential amino acids, uh, the quickest way is to get from whey isolate. So it's not vegan, it's not, uh, 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 it's not meat, but the whey isolates will get you highest amount of cysteine in your diet to produce the glutathione. Being said that, I strongly believe that each person has to look at their body and figure out what's the right diet for them. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's so many theories out there that, hey, there's a diet for each blood type. There's a diet for each uh, ethnicity. Uh, I personally believe that the diet needs to be something that is personal and you should eat what, what brings pleasure to your body, not to your tongue. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so I, I was eating meat all my life until about four and a half years ago, I went vegetarian. And the reason is because that, that diet suits my needs. And since I went on, on a vegetarian diet, um, I have, I've been monitoring my body weight, my fat content, my muscle mass. And uh, initially I did lose my muscle mass for the first three months or so. But with constant, with the, with the proper exercise, the right type of food, I gained the muscle mass back, and I, I am better than before I was eating all my meats. I love so, it. No, so, and I, I really believe that. I believe that you can practice um, a really, really healthy uh, approach to eating without the need for animal protein, but that's where combining foods and making sure you're getting your array of essential amino acids is really important. I think um, it's harder to be kind of lazy with your food choices, if you yeah. will. Um, Let's talk a little bit about your book. So if you can kind of just explain the premise of your book, I, I think it's fascinating. Okay. So the book, again, when I first discovered glutathione, um, it was about 11 years ago. I was talking to my family members and every year during the family get together, we meet up for Thanksgiving or Christmas or Mother's Day. There's always going to be events going on and people will ask the same question over and over and over of us. Does this, does gluten help with this condition? Does gluten help with that condition? Does gluten does this? <laughs> I just got sick and tired of explaining my own family member. Mm. About, about, and so then I realized that it's not that they don't understand. It's just that I was giving them information in bits and pieces. And so they had more questions than answers when I gave them the information. So hence, Two and a half years ago, I started the journey of compiling all the information I have on glutathione and see if I can and get it down into a digestible form of information to my patients. So I, I wrote this book, especially for my patients, so they can read it. But I have given enough citations for the physicians, so that way 
whatever I say in the book has been cross-referenced. So if a physician wants to pick up this book, uh, they can read through it and they can get the information, the background of where I'm coming from in the citations in the back. So the book is, is, is really my, my, the way I talk to my family on a daily basis. I said, hey, this is what you have to do. And so I put a lot of stories in there. I have a lot of a lot of patients that have shared their their, their journey, their success stories with it. So it's I'm I'm very happy that I, I I got this information out there right now because now my time I spend with my family has reduced where I'm not the one talking anymore. <laughs> I love it. And it's called The Glutathione Revolution, Fight Disease, Slow Aging, and Increase Energy with a Master Antioxidant. Um, we will include a link to your book in the show notes. And maybe, I don't know, maybe we could even give away one. I won't put you on the spot. You can think about <laughs> that. But I, I'm really enjoying it. And I think that um, I really do love your writing style because it makes it just so relevant and easy to absorb, no pun intended. Um, yeah. <laughs> and I, I think simplifying this, because I think sometimes people will see a word or they'll look at nutrition and it, they just kind of phase out because it's, it's just too technical. So I, I kudos to you for making it simple. You. you shared with me um, a cool story about your dad. Can you just summarize what happened when he started taking it? So my dad, um, bless his heart, he's 85 years of age right now. Um, and of course, like every dad that's out there who has worked, he was a farmer as well. He was a businessman and a farmer and, you know, he worked very hard in his life, but never took care of his health in the sense that he did his, he did his yoga, he did his limit of exercise, but then he also had to raise a family. So he was busy working all the time, like all of us are doing today. Uh, and of course, you know, not having proper eating habits and, and developed all kinds of diseases. He had type 2 diabetes, he has arthritis, pain all the time. Uh, but today, at, at the age of 85, uh, I am happy to announce that, that he's in much better shape today than, than I first saw him 15 years ago when he moved to the United States with us. Uh, and the reason I say that is because we had to do some minor modification in his diet and his exercise regimen, but then he also started taking the glutathione the last 10 years. He's been doing the proper supplementation that we, that we recommended for him uh, 15 years ago. And he always says that, you know what, I just, I'll just do whatever you tell me to do. <laughs> I'm not going to question you. And so he was being a very good student and a patient where he did exactly what we asked him to do. And today, I mean, his, he, he has no longer pain from his arthritis anymore. Uh, he still has diabetes, but is very well controlled. And he, I mean, he does eat everything and anything he wants it, but his sugar levels are always under check. Um, and he goes to see the doctors regularly. His, he's only been to the hospital twice for one night, one night each. How long did it take before you started to see some of those symptoms, you know, completely go away? So everybody's different, um, and the people that have the worst condition gets the best results. Mm, sure. They're, they're so far out. They're so far out there that even a slight level of increase in glutathione in the body, they're going to see a dramatic difference in their life. 
I love uh, that. Versus people that are so much in tune with their body, like like my, like a lot of my NFL athletes, um, they're so in tune with the body that even a slight change in their running and their oxygen carrying capacity, they can feel it. Hmm. For me, if I ran a mile in uh, seven minutes, you know, I'm okay. If I if I do in six minutes and fifty five seconds, right? No big deal. But for an athlete. That's a humongous deal. Yeah, that's a huge difference. Yeah, Yeah, and I've started um, using it. So I'm going to document my journey for everybody listening too so you can see and follow along. Um, I'm on day three now, and I had probably one of the best sleeps in my life uh, last night, which felt really good because I've been not sleeping great lately, which sleep is never a problem for me. I guess it's just the stress of the world and the times that we're living in right now. So I, that was a good thing. That was positive for me. <laughs> yes. That's a good sign. That means, yeah, yep. you, that means your body's getting relaxed. Exactly. And I think, you know, it's just another, Another hack, it's a, it's a biohack to tell you the truth. You know, when you can take something like this and give your body what it needs and you see the results, it, it really is um, a way of slowing down the clock, reversing cell degeneration and oxidation, which is exactly what causes aging and disease and uh, can give you a new, new outlook and lease on life, which is amazing. Um, Nyan, really, thank you so much for your wisdom, for your time, and for these amazing resources. I think this has been so informative. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Hey, thank you so much for listening to this week's episode. I know you have a lot of choices out there of what to listen to, what to watch, so it means a lot to me that you're here with me. And hey, if you love this content, would you hit the subscribe button? I want you around. I don't want you to just show up for one episode and leave. I want you here, part of the conversation, a seat at this table. And while you're at it, would you share this with your friends and family? And if you take a screenshot and share it on your social media with a hashtag RFYBL for recipes for your best life, I'll make sure to personally give you a shout out and you may just be featured right here on the show. So until next time, here's to living deliciously and being the chef of your best life.